Hey talkers, this is a special episode that I recorded on my personal Instagram live when I was in Medellin, Colombia uh, after doing the Temazcal ceremony that I recently did. And I wanted to share it here as a podcast because it was quite an experience. Uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. All right, well, I'm going to give um, people a few minutes to, to join into the live here, but I guess I'll just start talking uh, because I really want to share this experience of the, the Temazcal that I just did. Um, the, it's essentially like a sweat lodge for spiritual and physical healing. And um, yeah, I felt, I felt kind of compelled to tell the story of what happened there today just because I've had some, you know, a lot of good and a lot of bad, interesting experiences in my life. And I felt like this experience today was, it was literally the most interesting day of my life uh, to this point. And, um, you know, I, I it, it was a combination of emotions um, that came up during this ceremony that ranged from, you know, intense fear to a lot of pain to... Uh, feelings of great joy towards the end. And I just felt like I really, I, I have to share this story. It was extremely, extremely interesting what happened today at this Temascal. So I see we have a few people joining. Um, yeah, just going to share the story. Feel free to leave a comment. I'm not sure if I'll be able to read them. Uh, but anyway, I'm just going to jump right into it because this was an extremely interesting thing. And so um, I decided to go to this Temascal ceremony, which is essentially, like I said, a sweat lodge for uh, for spiritual and for physical healing. Uh, because as many of you know, you know I'm a, a, a fitness and health person, so to speak. Uh, but really, these some of these um, you know outside of the box ways of healing the body that we don't commonly think about, you know, in the United States or in Western medicine, really interest me. And so, um, you know, I was invited to this this temascal uh, by someone I know here in, in Colombia, in Medellin. And it's about an hour outside of Medellin. And when I was invited a couple days ago, I originally actually said no, that I don't want to go just because I had been sick last week. And I actually thought my body wouldn't really be in good physical condition to do it. Uh, just because, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I've been sick for a few days and I knew that going into this Temascal, there was going to be, uh, you know, exposure to really high heat. Essentially, that's what you're doing is you're inside this. It's like a little hot. It's like an igloo, honestly, but it's not cold. It's super hot, right? And so I was a bit worried about myself thinking, okay, I don't think my body's physically ready to handle this super high heat. So I originally said no, uh, but then another friend heard about it and said, yeah, yeah, you, you got to go. You know, you got to go, man. And um, okay, it looks like the Wi-Fi is not very good. Hmm. I wonder if I should try this in a different way. Hmm. Let's give it a second and see if it comes back on. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, keep me posted down there below to let me know if it's working, you know, decently. Uh, I'm going to kind of keep going with the story here. We'll see what happens. Sometimes it actually turns out better after you record, like when you go to post it, it kind of works. Um, but anyway, I'll just keep talking. We'll see what happens. Um, and so anyway, long story short, I decided, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I'll go to this Temascal. Um and, you know, we'll see what happens. I really wasn't expecting that much of it. Like I said, you know, it's a spiritual ceremony, um, kind of for spiritual and physical healing. I knew that we were going to go through a couple of these rituals and then be in this uh, sort of this, this heat igloo, if you will, for uh, about, you know, about an hour is what I was told. I didn't really understand everything. I did a little bit of research. I said, okay, this looks like something I can do. Uh, wonderful, right? So um, let's see. It looks like, oh, la <laughs> Um 
Actually, I hope the Wi-Fi is still good. Let me know how the Wi-Fi is. Me avisan como está el Wi-Fi. But anyway, um, so like I said, I decided to go to the ceremony and it was starting today at one o'clock p.m., about an hour outside of Medellin. And so, uh, you know, we went to this, I had done my research thinking, okay, you know, this will be cool. I didn't really expect that much of it. I didn't expect that it was going to become as intense for me as it was. And it ended up being intense in a very good way, right? Um, you know, but essentially we got there and uh, there was going to be about 15 or 20 of us that were going to go into this, you know, this, well, I guess we'll just call it the Temascal, right? But it's essentially this sort of hut where it gets very dark. They close the door, it's a small space, and then it gets very, very hot, right? And the idea is that essentially we're going to sweat out all of these toxins. We're going to, you know, they use the word sanar or sanación, right? Which means, you know, healing or curing, right? So we're going to heal ourselves inside of this, um, inside of this temascal, okay? And so we're going to be exposed to very high heat for up to about an hour, right? So uh, we meet, you know, there's about 15 or 20 of us, and it's, it's kind of funny at the beginning because... Like my biggest concern, uh, I was feeling very good going into it. I was feeling very good physically, but my biggest concern is like, how am I going to sit there, right? Because I'm not very good. Like I don't have very good flexibility in my hips. You know, like us from the U.S., we, we struggle with stuff like that, right? Just like sitting in a cross-legged position for a long time. Anyway, that was like my biggest concern, but I didn't really think that much of it. I'm like, okay, good. I'm going to sweat out some toxins. You know, this will help cleanse my body, my mind, my spirit. Maybe I'll learn some things, whatever. And so anyway, then um, it essentially started with us all, you know, the, the well, we, they just call her madre, but essentially, you know, mother, like the woman who was leading this, the spiritual leader, spoke for about 20 minutes or so, um, just about what to expect from the Temascal. Some of the people had done it before, some of the people had not. Um, and so um, then after that, basically, she, you know, the idea was we were supposed to take this, this plant medicine, right? Um, well, it looks like everybody left. Is the Wi-Fi that bad? Anyway, hopefully the Wi-Fi is not that bad. Um, but essentially we're given this plant medicine, which is called a rape. Okay. And I don't know exactly what it is. I didn't look that much into it. As I understand it, it's not like a, like a psychedelic medicine, like, you know, an ayahuasca, for example. Um, but anyway, like I said, didn't really study it that much, was just ready to take it. You know, I'm someone who's not, I know it's probably not great advice in a foreign country to just be like, yeah, I'm going to take this other random plant medicine. But at this point, I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'm already an hour away from the city. Uh, you know, things are out of my control at this point. I'm here. Let's go in for the whole experience, right? So I'm watching the other people take this this medicine, this rape. Essentially, they just kind of uh, it's almost like they, they light this little thing and they like, they, they, they spray it up your nose essentially. But anyway, I'm like, I'm watching the other people go through this and essentially all that's happening is they're getting a little bit, they're tearing up a, just a little bit, right? You know, it's almost as like they ate something too spicy. They take a Kleenex, they're tearing up a little bit and it's like, then they're all good. Then they go sit back down. They're getting ready to go in. Let's see. The live seems to be clear on mine. All right. Awesome. Thanks Chandler. Okay, perfect. I'll, I'll keep going with it. Hopefully it works better. Um, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of often on these, the, the Wi-Fi with these, you know, kind of hostile like this, but, um, anyway, so everybody's taking this medicine and this plant medicine and I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll, you know, I'll do it. Why not? Um, you know, we're, we're going to do it. Yeah. It seems simple. Don't think anything will really happen. Right. And it's funny because like five days ago I had had what was probably a mild case of food poisoning. 
And, uh, you know, of course, diarrhea, vomiting a little bit, you know, for a few hours, the whole nine yards. And I'm like, all right, well, um, you know, I, I was basically better, though. I mean, I've been better for the last couple of days, just still a little bit fatigued. But I wasn't worried about that at all. You know, I was feeling very good today. I had eaten well going, in, going into it. I was well hydrated. Um, but anyway... So we take this medicine or, you know, I get this medicine. They, they kind of just, you know, shoot it up your nose, whatever. And I'm like, okay, whatever, just, you know, kind of inhale. And like the first thing that happens is I get just a really bad sensation of, um, you know, just really dizzy, right? Just feeling really, really dizzy, um, really, you know, nauseous. All of a sudden, like a minute later, I like realize I'm like, oh, you know, shit, I, I am, I'm, I'm going to throw up. This is not going to be good, right? So then I like kind of lean over into the grass. As you can guess, this is kind of out in the in the country, almost like the jungle type area. So I lean over into the grass and I start throwing up as expected, right? And like, at this point, I wasn't really worried about, you know, the embarrassment say of like, oh, these people are watching me throw up, you know, because it's like, well, when you go to something like this, even though most people aren't having any reaction to this plant medicine, like it's perfectly normal for someone to, you know, like they're not gonna like judge me for having a reaction. Like this is just what happens sometimes, right? Um, and it's actually, it's funny because I was told afterwards that essentially people that have a stronger reaction like this are ones that really need the cleansing that are like, they really have like, you know, we really have deep things deep down that we need to heal that we haven't healed yet. So something to look for more into in the future, I suppose. But, um, anyway, so, you know, I, I started vomiting, right. And I'm getting to the point where like, I can't get up out of this chair just because I was so, you know, I, I was so dizzy. I was so, you know, probably had a little bit of a fever. Everything that you get when you're sick, you know, vomiting, right? Whether it's food poisoning or the flu. So I'm, I'm throwing up, I'm vomiting. Then all of a sudden, a couple minutes later, I'm like still sitting there in the chair and they're, they're trying to help me like with these little things that they have, you know, there's some other plant medicines are like rubbing a cream on my head. Um, and then all of a sudden I realize I'm like, oh, you know, now I have to have diarrhea, right? Fun. Um, so then, you know, I like told him, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I have to have diarrhea, but I can't, I, like, I, I can't move from here. I'm too dizzy. So long story short, they helped me go to the bathroom and I'm having pretty profuse diarrhea for like two rounds. I like did it and then I pop back out. Right. And if it, it seems weird that I'm sharing this on an IG live, you know, whatever, this is part of life. Right. Um, and I literally, I have no idea how long it lasted. This is the part that confuses me, you know, essentially drugged up on this plant medicine that I wasn't familiar with is apparently this whole part, there were a few other people that were struggling as well, but apparently this whole part of the ceremony took like two hours. In my head, it was like a 10 minute period, right? I mean, obviously I was in a lot of pain. I was vomiting, I was having diarrhea. Um, but like I said, it, apparently this whole thing lasted like two hours. I did not think it lasted that long. And so, you know, I remember, you know, after having the diarrhea and throwing up, going and sitting back down, you know, there's these stairs that lead you down to this demascal. Right. And so I remember going and sitting up at the top of the stairs again on this little chair that they had. And a couple of like, the, the leaders were, were helping me out. Right. And, you know, like I said, they were giving me these things that it's kind of funny because like if you look at it from, you know, an American's perspective, it would it'd be like, all right, well, <laughs> you know, we're far away from like a hospital with a, you know, an emergency room, like a, like a U.S. type emergency room where if you're totally dehydrated or if you're really sick, you know, they might hook you up to an IV, give you what kind of medicine you need, right? Anyway, and so, you know, none of that exists here. Like they have these things that they're doing for me that help. It's essentially kind of a leap of faith. It's essentially me saying, okay, 
you know, even though people from my culture don't use any of this stuff, I have to trust that it's going to work in spite of the fact that the, you know, the plant medicine they just gave me to get into this meditative state to go into the Temascal just made me get dizzy, vomit and have profuse diarrhea. I'm like, okay, I guess I have to trust the fact that what they're going to give me is going to help. Right. And so I started to feel slightly better, but, um, I, you know, I started telling the, the madre and the, the leader essentially, you know, I was just being honest. I, I, I was saying, you know, I, I, I don't, um, you know, I don't know if I can go in. I'm very scared because I'm already, I'm really dehydrated. I mean, it would appear now since I just vomited and had diarrhea. And I know that we're going to be exposed to these high temperatures for about an hour. And it's going to keep getting hotter and hotter is what I've been told. And see, the interesting thing about this Temascal, like I feel like a lot of this goes beyond typical, like the way we would understand physiology, if that makes sense. It's like, okay, we're going to be in this place that's extremely packed claustrophobic and extremely uh, just really hot right uh, by the way just to check it looks like there's one person watching is my wi-fi on is it working let me know if you're the person watching just drop me a thumbs up i don't know i haven't seen like any movement to give any indication that this is working so i might just be talking out into the into the void at this point which is probably what's happening oh, well might as well keep going that way you know tell the story a second time and i'll have it more down pat but anyway so um, you know, uh, it's supposedly going to be super, super hot. Like, I don't know exactly how hot the temperatures are, but like super, super hot. It's going to feel like you can't breathe very well. And it's going to feel like you're claustrophobic because there's 15 or 20 people packed in there. Right. And I'm not someone who particularly is, is scared of, you know, like claustrophobia of tight spaces that much, but you know, I do have, I do have a lot of just fears in general. Right. And so obviously I was, I was very scared at this point. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm dehydrated. All right, awesome. Thanks, Chandler. Um, looks like it's still working. Okay, so you know I'm I'm super dehydrated at this point. Uh, at least I figured, and I'm about to go into this thing that we're supposedly about to lose. Like, was it like two liters? I don't know how much natural water we're gonna lose from sweat, right? And I'm already dizzy and everything. So you know, I told uh, you know the leader, hey, like I'm I'm scared. I don't think that I should go into this right now. And she told me, no, do it. You know, you're you're here for a reason, right? And um, you know, that was the same thing a couple other people said. And it's just interesting because, you know, at that point, I mean, I was already a, a very long ways out of my comfort zone, I think, which we need to do sometimes in life. Um, but at that point, I kind of just said to myself, all right, well, I guess it's time just to trust these people, even though, you know, these are not like people that I know personally, you know, I'm thousands and thousands of miles from home. You know, they obviously seem like good people, but I guess... I have to trust them and essentially, like I said, trust the fact that what I'm doing, you know, goes totally against what, you know, what my rational thinking is advising. You know, uh, I was told going into it, you know, just even if you get really hot inside the Temascal, you know, don't leave. You're going to think you're going to, you know, it's a mental game. You're going to think that you're too hot. You're going to think that you can't breathe. You're going to think that you're claustrophobic. You're going to think you're going to die in there. You're going to faint, whatever. Um, but don't leave, right? And so that's what I was told, you know, before I got there. But then obviously I, I didn't think that I was going to have this, you know, vomiting, diarrhea, almost fainting reaction before we even got in, you know? So now, of course, I'm thinking like, should I even actually go into this place? Um, and the rational side of me is like, no, don't do it. You know, just make sure you save yourself, right? You know, live another day. You don't know what could happen in there at this point. Um, but I guess a part of me was just like, you know what? No, yeah, do it. Trust them. You know, you're here for a reason. Um, and yeah, I mean, if, um, 
yeah, just, just have a little bit of faith. And I am someone who, at this point, I do consider myself someone who, for the most part, follows uh, what we might call like traditional Western science. Uh, I don't know if I want to say Western medicine because I'm not really a big fan of, you know, taking uh, typical pills, things like that, even though, like I said, I just took a plant medicine today that I didn't know anything about that made me vomit and have diarrhea, so whatever. Um, but anyway, the point is, uh, I am someone, though, who now is starting to believe in a lot of these things that in the U.S. we might consider, like, kind of, um, you know, sketchy. Um, yeah, yeah, thanks, Chandler. I appreciate that. Yeah, I hope the, I hope the Wi-Fi is decent. I hope you're able to hear this, you know, decently, and it's, yeah, it's working well. Seems like it's going okay, you know. Um, but yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Says he says I'm glad you're feeling better, um, and I am. I'm feeling much better. It was crazy because, um, like I said, I'm like okay, you know, that something is there's something here. You know, essentially, what I believe is there's a lot of things that exist in this world that, you know, we and you know, I just call it like in the West, but in the U.S., for example, we might say, you know, no, that's crazy. You know, like I'm someone nowadays who I go outside every day whenever I can and put my bare feet on the ground. Uh, you know, there's a lot of supposed health benefits to that. A lot of people. You know, like in my family might be like, you know, well, no, that's, that's bullshit. That's ridiculous. It's, you know, whatever. It's a bunch of Eastern crock of shit. I, I don't know, you know, whatever. Um, but I am starting to become a big believer in some of this stuff. And so when this was happening in my head, I was just like, okay, well, these people know something, you know, they're telling me that I'm here for a reason. They're telling me not to worry. I even asked specifically, I said, you know, okay, am I going to get super dehydrated in there? I already threw up. I already had diarrhea. I already was sick a few days ago and I'm about to lose two liters of water, supposedly. So like, am I gonna get dehydrated? Am I gonna faint? Am I gonna have a heat stroke? I don't know what, right? Um, anyway, so then this is where it just kind of comes down to me having the faith that these people know what they're doing. Um, and also just having faith that, like I said, I am there for a reason and things are gonna work out because it was very scary. It was one of the scarier moments. Um, I don't know if it was the scariest moment of my life, but it was, it was very scary, just the experience overall, especially when that started happening. And then right when we were going into the Temascal, it was very scary. So anyway, we're going into the Temascal. Little did I know that two hours had already passed when I was in sort of this like trance-like state. Supposedly, they, they told me this afterwards, that the medicine had this much of an effect on me. Like it just caused me like that much pain and suffering that I was in this state for about two hours, apparently. And it, to me, it seemed like 10 minutes, but I guess it was about two hours. Um, and I totally just lost track of time. I knew it was still light out. I still had enough of my senses, right? Um, but we're, we're going down. You know, we do this little ritual to go inside to this, this little hut, you know, that is the Temascal, where it gets very, very hot. And so went in there. And of course, you know, right when we get in, like I said, they do a couple things while the little door is open, but there's about 15 or 20 of us. And it's, you know, it's packed in there. They warn us about this. You know, you're gonna, if you have claustrophobia, you're going to be claustrophobic. You know, you're not going to think you can breathe. They're going to shut the door. It's going to be totally dark. It's going to be kind of scary at first, but just trust the process. Breathe. Touch the ground if you need to, because the ground is still going to be cold. It's just bare earth underneath there, right? So, you know, I said, okay, you know, I guess this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to keep one hand on the ground, I guess. I don't know. And I also knew I wasn't going to be able to sit very comfortably in there because, as you can see now, like, I struggled to to sit comfortably in some of these positions that people from different cultures can, can sit in, right? So anyway, no, hi mom, mom's on here. She would have loved this experience. Um, I'm 100% okay, by the way. This is an amazing experience that just happened. I hope the Wi-Fi is okay. I'm probably about halfway through telling the story of the Temascal today. 
And so the Temascalo is a spiritual cleaning uh, sweat lodge for spiritual and um, physical healing. And so as I was explaining at the beginning, it was, I would say it was actually the most intense experience of my life to this point, just because of the amount of different emotions that came in from extreme fear to um, some, some pain, vomiting, diarrhea, like I just talked about, and then some, some really feelings of just joy and clarity at the end. But anyway, so we went into the Temascal, and then, you know, they, they did these little rituals where they, uh, you know, talked about a couple things at the beginning, um, you know, and then all of a sudden they, they shut the door. And like I said, it's this, it's this hut with about 15 or 20 people in there. And they told us it was going to be claustrophobic. They told us it was going to be super hot. They said, just keep breathing. You're going to think that you can't breathe, um, but you're going to be okay. Touch the ground if you need to. Put your head to the ground if you need to. That's where it's cooler. I said, okay, that works. You know, that works for me. I know what to do. Hey, everybody got a couple new people joining. I hope the Wi-Fi is good. Um, anyway, so just, just to give a brief recap for the people that are just joining. And again, I hope the Wi-Fi is good. So we're, we get into this Temascada, which is the, the sweat lodge or the, you know, this essentially this hut. And at this point, because of this plant medicine that we had taken, that it caused a really bad effect on me, a much worse effect than most people, I had already vomited, had pretty profuse diarrhea, and was very scared that I was going to be dehydrated, right? So like I said, I was, I was very scared, um, but I decided to trust the process. And so um, I went in there. They told me, they told me, you're not going to get that dehydrated. And I'm like, I don't understand how this, you know, this doesn't make sense in my rational uh, I guess, Western uh, science-oriented mind thinking I've already vomited, had diarrhea, you know, was sick a few days ago, um, and we're supposedly going to lose a whole bunch of sweat throughout this hour in this thing. I don't understand how I'm not going to get, you know, dehydrated and faint, you know, um, you know, have a heat stroke or whatever would happen in there. But I said, okay, you know, just trust the process. We're here. I've been told this is going to work. I've been told I'm going to be okay might as well have a little faith, right? And so, like I said, I was super scared. They shut the door. And then the, the first round, essentially there's four rounds. They call them cuatro puertas, but, you know, like four doors. I guess, you know, they open the door four times. So we get into the first round, and this is, this is the least hot of the four, right? I knew that the fourth one was going to be the hottest. And so, um, you know, right at the beginning, I was kind of already feeling like, you know, oh, shit. Like, this, this is not going to be good because, like I said, the heat comes on. Uh, you're, you're claustrophobic and, you know, you're struggling to breathe. They're kind of telling us how to breathe, but I'm just like, I, I don't, I don't think this is going to work. I don't want to go out the door. They told us not to do that unless you like absolutely had to, but it's like, when do you know, you know, if you absolutely have to, right? You know, they say, for example, like heat stroke is something that we learn. Like we have no idea. It's hard to tell when exactly it comes on, but I'm like, okay, you know, just go with it. So I'm like trying to breathe putting my hands on the ground. I'm like very scared. And this is honestly, it was one of those points where I think there are certain times in life, certain things that we do where you almost have to, like the fear of the thing itself or the anxiety can be the, the, the bigger problem. How do I describe this? So if I'm going to actually relate it to jujitsu, because I used to train jujitsu, I was never super great, you know, I'm not that great at martial arts, but I trained jujitsu for about a year. And you know, one of the things I learned all the times that I got into a headlock, for example, is what you can't do, what you don't want to do is just physically resist it and panic, you don't want to, you know, 
put all your, your force against that, right? Um, essentially, what you need to do is you need to calmly breathe and you need to, you know, you need to not meet resistance with resistance, right? You need to be calm. You need to find a different way out, right? And it's sort of, I mean, probably the same thing with, that would happen. I'm a terrible swimmer too, but like if I were to go, you know, if I were to accidentally get dropped into a lake or an ocean somewhere and need to swim, the first thing that would happen, you would, you would probably panic, right? Um, and that's not what you want to do because all of a sudden now you're wasting your oxygen. You know, that's it's the worst thing that you can do for survival is to panic. And so that's kind of what was happening for me the first couple minutes is I was panicking a little bit. Like I was I'm like, oh no, you know, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. So I'm starting to panic and I'm like, there's no way I can do this for an hour. You know, either I'm going to leave or I'm going to faint in here and then who knows what happens then. Um, but I think like a couple minutes passed and I just kind of reminded myself of that. Like, okay, remember, you know, the key, this is more mental than anything right now. They're telling you that if you just... If you keep breathing, you will be able to breathe. It's essentially you kind of have to just take your mind off of it, you know, because it's, you know, I'm not really a super claustrophobic person, but as I understand it, people who suffer from claustrophobia all the time, it's it's more just the thought. It's just, you know, the fear. Like you could be sleeping in a, in a bed like this, just like normal any night. And it's essentially the same thing as being in an enclosed space. You just, when you're in the enclosed space, you, you start to panic, you know? So that's what was happening to me. So I kind of just reminded myself like, okay, you know, you're actually okay. You know, you can breathe. I was, I was like doing some little things like trying to like check my vital signs. Like, okay, is my pulse still normal? Or is it like a weak rapid pulse, which would be a sign, I'm not an expert, but which would be, you know, like a sign of either bad dehydration, you know, leading up to heat stroke, whatever. Um, but anyway, so I'm kind of like checking myself a little bit, but then I'm just like, all right, I guess I just need to just be here and almost like enjoy it in a certain way. Because the good thing was at this point, I wasn't feeling the sensation of needing to vomit or have diarrhea anymore. They had given me a little like, uh, it was probably, I don't know what they put in there. I, I don't know what exactly, but it was some sort of just little drink that they gave me that they told me was gonna stop the diarrhea and vomiting and it did, they were right about that. So I had taken that and I wasn't feeling like I needed to vomit, have diarrhea. At this point in terms of like dizziness or fainting, it's like, well, I didn't really have that much of it, but when you're in like this massive like sweat tent with everybody that's getting hot, you don't even really know like what's normal and what's not. So the point is like, I was okay. So essentially like we're doing it, we're doing it, we're doing it. Um, we get to the first like puerta, the, or the end of the first puerta, that the door opens and then you know, we get that some fresh air comes in and it's like, okay, you know, one down three to go, I guess. So then we like started doing the second one and I was still like having some of those sensations of panic and I'm like adjusting fidgeting because I'm not very good. Like I said, like my hip flexibility is poor. You know, that's a, that's a U.S. problem. We don't know how to sit cross-legged at all. We never do it. Um, and so anyway, like I'm having some like back pains and whatever, but I'm like, well, okay, that's not a, an actual like problem you know that's that doesn't worry me right that's not a life or death thing like the possible dehydration and uh and uh you know heat stroke or whatever else may happen in there so i'm like all right whatever who cares about the back pain um so we get through the second one and i'm still just kind of like just still scared you know like am i gonna make it through this like um then during the third one like during the third one i really at this point was sweating which i had been checking too because like I think it was maybe because I had a lot of, like, I had both hands on the ground for a while and, like, one full leg on the ground, just the bare ground. 
and it was maybe only 60 or 70 degrees outside, I think that was preventing me from sweating that much overall. And so I'm like checking myself, I'm like, okay, I want to be sweating because if I'm not sweating, if my body no longer has the ability to sweat, that's also a sign of, I mean, is it heat stroke? I don't know, yeah, that's not good either. So I'm like a little nervous because I'm not sweating that much. Then the third one starts and it's getting hotter and hotter and I am, I was sweating a lot, which I'm like, well, this is good. You know, everything's working the way it should be. My body's sweating. That's about the way the body cools itself is by sweating. And so, um, like I said, I'm, I'm not having any feelings of like nausea, uh, dizziness. I'm, I'm totally fine. It's still like weird breathing, but I'm learning to trust it. Just like everything's just really hot, but just breathe, you know, sometimes it's through your nose, sometimes through your mouth. And you know, you, you were doing these like little, um, kind of singing rituals, right? They gave us these little drum things that you would like shake. Anyway, it's quite an experience. Um, and so, you know, we're doing some of that and really during the third one, I just kind of like lost all the fear. You know, I had been in so much fear for the last hour or two. Well, it was actually like three hours because when I was in that like trance, I, time went by and I didn't realize it. But so then I like finally lost the fear. I think it was because like I knew that I was basically okay and I knew that I was going to make it to the end. Like I was no longer fearing that I was going to like die in there. So then at that point, it really just became, this is the part I don't fully understand um, just what exactly we get from it, you know, spiritually and physically. I mean, they say it's kind of a, a spiritual and physical cleansing because of the, you know, the heat and the profuse sweat detoxes us. It eliminates all of the toxins we have in the body. And then spiritual cleansing is a whole other topic, right? Which, you know, I was told by several people that the, the fact, the reason that I had such a bad reaction is because I have something deep, deep inside me that really needs to heal and it may take a very long time um, on a spiritual level. However, I actually, I don't know, I kind of disagree with that, that it's something that needs a lot more healing and it's now I'm like talking like I'm an expert about it. But um, I, yeah, I appreciate it Chandler, you said such a motivational story, yeah. Like I said, this was cool man. I mean, it's just, you talk about like getting out of your comfort zone, which I do like to do sometimes. But it, I mean, I was, I was very scared, you know, and I'm a naturally kind of scared person. So this was, uh, you know, this was up there. Like I said, it was, it was the most interesting experience I think I've ever had. Mostly a ton of fear and some physical pain and some really some amazing joy and clarity at the end. But, you know, because another thing that was interesting is I was told too by the leader of it that the fact that I got that reaction out of my stomach just from taking the plant medicine, that it made me vomit and have diarrhea that profusely is, is a sign of how much my stomach is my main ailment, which I go, you know, I'm going to talk a lot more about this in the future. But I've, I mean, I've talked about it on here before. I've always had a lot of gastrointestinal problems that no matter what I do, like, I mean, I eat pretty healthy. Like most people who know me would say that I eat healthy and I've experimented with a lot of things, but it's still hard to completely solve. And anyway, so, and I've even been, been told that, you know, it is an emotional, spiritual thing more than a physical thing, which could be, you know. But I was told that the reason I had that bad of a reaction is because that's where I need to heal the most. Now, what exactly heals it? That's something I don't have the answer to yet. But I can tell you that I really gained some major clarity. I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to go into that many details about all the clarity I gained towards the end. But um, I can tell you I have no intention of going into another Temascal anytime soon. Just because I think with the clarity that I gained from it, I don't know, maybe five, 10 years in the future, but with the clarity that I gained from it, um, I think that 
I, I don't need another one anytime soon. And just because it was tough. Like, um, I'm actually going to finish up. I'm going to come back to the, the third and fourth, puertas, as they called them, third and fourth rounds. But like when we finished, um, it's funny because like I said, it, it, the whole thing took like five hours, even though I thought it was like an hour and a half or two. It, just because I was like in that like, illness trance for like two hours that I didn't realize. And then people told me about it after I'm like, what? Um, but so anyway, and you know what they were also telling me is, well, I guess it was weird because like when I was watching the other people, some of them had done it before uh, for some of us, it was the first time, but like even the ones who's, it was their first time, like almost nobody had it as bad as I did. Nobody had that reaction. Like, I mean, there was one other lady who was kind of struggling, uh, but like essentially for me, it was extremely scary, painful, and then also, like it brought like extreme clarity and joy towards the end. And for the other people, I know that some of them talked about how they got into like a meditative state, which is what you want, but it seemed like for them, it was more of just like a day at the office, if you will, you know? Um, let's see, so Jordan says, do you think we get some of these spiritual, emotional healing these people target in a similar situation but without drinking the plant shit? That's a great question. I don't know, and we're going to have to talk a lot more about that, brother. But what I can tell you is, like I said, this this was an experience. The clarity that I felt towards the end, I don't think that I could have achieved in a different way. And it's almost something that you don't like. When I came back out in the real world, it's like, okay, don't lose it. You know, don't lose it. You're about to get distracted by the real world again. And I'll talk to you more personally and everybody else on here more about kind of what the clarity is um, going forward. But... I don't know. I don't have a good answer to that about how to get that clarity. Um, but anyway, like I said, it seemed like for most of the people, it just wasn't like that big of a deal. But man, for me, I mean, it was like, it was so um, like tough. It was so hard at the beginning and it was so scary and painful. And it was so great at the end. Like, I feel like the negative effect had just as much of a positive effect at the end. Whereas every, like everybody else was just kind of like, eh, okay, okay, we did it, you know. But for me, man, like, because then we got into the third puerta, the third, you know, round when it's getting hotter and hotter at this point. Like, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm sweating, um, which is good. Like, okay, I'm going to survive. My body's still sweating as it should be. Uh, I've learned to just like to do this. I, I, I've learned that I'm okay in here. And so now I'm just like starting to get into the rhythm and just like enjoy it. I'm like shaking the like, the little thing that they gave you. Um, I'm like kind of shouting, you know, and, and it's funny because like, they were saying some things in Spanish that like as a non-native speaker, I'm just like, I don't know exactly what they're even saying, but like I'm kind of shouting it too. Um, and so like I'm starting to yell some of these things. But at this point, like lots of thoughts are coming into my head. Like some of them are about my family. Like I'm getting a mix of like, you know, of like big, amazing smiles and of like tears. And I'm not going to go into all the details of why, but essentially now I'm just like really in the zone and I've lost all the fear from the experience. And so at this point, I'm just like totally enjoying it. And like now everything is becoming clear on like what I need to do moving forward. Because I am someone who feels like over the past couple of years, I've developed a better purpose, a better understanding of my purpose in life. But now, um, and I'm not, I'm not saying that our purpose can't change and our why can't change moving forward. I think it can. But anyway, I think for me, in the immediate future, it's very clear. And I'm going to talk more about that once I have a better way of 
making sure I present it all the right way. It's not that much different from what I'm doing right now, essentially. It just, it's a little bit more clarity of what exactly I need to do based on healing what has always ailed me and then helping others do the same. And so anyway, you know, we're, we're going through all that. I'm just kind of, everything is becoming clear. You know, I'm telling, I'm realizing like, you know, no, okay, yeah, this is a pain point that I had in the past, but I've basically already solved it. It's okay, I, you know, I'm, I'm good there. I'm actually okay there. This is still a pain point that I do need to solve and I do need to help other people with. And if I do it the right way, it is a way to help millions of people, um, which I intend to do. And anyway, like I said, it just, it, it really just started becoming clear to me and just this great sense of joy. Like I literally wanted to go around there and just like, just like hug everybody. And I wanted like towards the end of the third puerta, I just wanted to get out because I had so much energy now, like so much energy, just like, okay, I'm ready to go and like spread a message to the world, even though I'm not even sure exactly how to do it yet, but I know what I, what I need to do. And I'm ready to go like share it with everybody, everybody. I was like thinking like, yeah, I'm going to message that person and this person. I'm going to be like, yeah, I got this. Let's go. Let's do it. You know? And then, so at this point, I'm just like, I'm just raring to get out of there because I have like so much energy, which makes no sense. Because at this point, I have just like dripped sweat, just drenched, been vomiting, having diarrhea. There's no reason I should have energy, you know? Like I said, these are the type of things that like, it transcends the way we understand it in, you know, in like Western science, right? It, none of it makes sense. I should have been like literally dead there with no energy and I was full of energy. And so, I don't know, I'm not sure if I'll like go back and study the effects of how this happens. But anyway, essentially, I'm just ready to like break out of there. I'm like a kid in the womb. They even do this at the end. They sell, they, you come out and they say, you know, bienvenido a la vida. They say, welcome to life, as if you're being reborn. Like I said, I didn't think that that many of the other people got that much of a sense of like rebirth as I did. I, I felt it. Anyway, um, but I was just like ready to burst out of there, just running, you know. And so then we do the fourth part that I'm and at this point, I am kind of going back and forth between that feeling and just like a feeling of, of the extreme heat. And I'm like, okay, just like, just make sure, just hang in there. Cause now I'm just, I'm pumped. Now things are clear. I got to get out, you know, just make sure you don't go too wild in here for the last like 10 minutes. Um, anyway, so finally the, the door opens, we start going out in the little ritual way, which is not that important how it works. But like, it's dark, like I said. And I'm like, we started at one. Like, why is it dark? Is it a thunderstorm? There've been a lot of those around, you know, the area here. But it's just, no, it's like dark and calm. And, and I'm like, why? You know, and like I said, it, the whole thing had taken like five and a half hours. And in my mind, it was like two hours just because I was fucked up. Um, but so anyway, you know, we get out. And I was, when I got out, I was ready to just like thank everyone so much. But then all of a sudden I, I like held back against doing it because I realized that everybody else was kind of in more of just like a normal state, if that makes sense. You know, I felt like nobody else got like the, got as much of a high as I did from it, if that makes sense. And I don't know what exactly that means, but like I said, what I take from it is I gained some extreme clarity that I need to keep in my head even as I, you know, come back into what you would consider the normal world here. Because um, I really, like, especially during that third and fourth round, I just, yeah, just like everything seemed clear. And, um, yeah, it, it, it was like being in a different world, even though at that point I didn't feel any effect of the drug, you know. Um, 
yeah, so just something to reflect upon. But anyway, um, and I've got, I'm going to have a lot more content coming out, not necessarily related to the Temascal. You know, like I said, I got what I needed out of this. I don't have any intentions of going back anytime soon just because of how tough that was for me. Um, which, you know, these experiences are interesting. Like I said, I don't know of any other way to have like a, a spiritual well, and physical cleansing the way I did today. I mean, I'm sure there are other ways. I have no idea. But I guess the point that I want to reiterate about all of it is that it's really interesting to be, to do something that scares the shit out of you, you know? Because I really, I didn't think I was going to be that scared going into it, but man, I was, I was scared, especially after throwing up and having diarrhea, being dehydrated, and you know, you're kind of up in the mountains, um, just way out of the comfort zone. And I'm really glad that I went through with it and trusted it. I feel like maybe a couple years ago, I would have been too scared. I really might have. Um, because, you know, like I said, I mean, heck, like Jordan's on here, my mom, I don't know who else is still on here listening. Apparently there's four people. But, you know, those who know me know that I am a naturally very nervous and scared person. And I think I would have pulled the plug on myself a couple of years ago. And when sitting there, you know, after vomiting and having diarrhea, I would have said, you know, no, the rational brain of me, the worried brain says I can't go in. Um, and so I just, I'm going to sit out here while everybody does it and wait till we go home. And I don't know what, you know, and I probably would have still felt terrible, um, cause I already did felt terrible, but like the way I felt coming out of there, it was amazing. Honestly, it's, it's, it's crazy. And I don't know, I'm not here promoting people doing temascals or anything like this or anything super extreme. Obviously there are limits to what we should do when we do things that scare the shit out of us or get us way out of our comfort zone. Um, but I do think that on the other side of the fear and, and the, the suffering, if you will, there really is something amazing. And that's what I experienced today. And it was interesting because like, I, you know, I can say coming out of it now physically, like just to give a recap. So it took a while to get home, as you can imagine, you know, anybody who's been to Colombia knows it's not easy to get from just outside of Rio Negro back into Medellin with, you know, you can imagine how that whole trip goes. But literally, I mean, what I've done since I've got out is they gave us some little, you know, refreshments and drinks, if I can call it that, right, when we were leaving, um, you know, which obviously helped. But, like, but I came out of there and, and did not feel like I needed water. You know, I didn't feel like I needed any food or water. Like I said, this is, the, this is what doesn't make sense. This is where, like, it goes against modern science, if you will, is, you know, me, I'm someone, people on here know me, you know, I drink a ton of water, right? I mean, I, yeah, and I eat a ton of food, I drink a ton of water, my normal self would think I just lost all of this vomiting, diarrhea, sweating. I should need a ton of water, but I didn't feel I needed it. It's nuts. And, you know, then they started giving us some little refreshments. It was like a, like a, a juice type thing, but it was warm. And then some fruit, which I took was fine. Didn't need that much. You know, then um, by the time we left, we stopped at this little uh, place on the way back where they have like empanadas. Um, Ana Maria says, did you drink? Hage, is it pronounced Hage? Jage? Jage? Hage? Um, that might be what it is at the end, if it's the drink they give at the end. I don't know. Um, but I drank what they gave us at the end. Um, I also, like I said, I used the plant medicine that they gave us going into it. Um, but anyway, the point is, you know, we stopped this, this little place where they have like arepas and chicharron and whatever on the way back. And at this point, part of it was based on some of the revelations I had. And then also it was just based on everything else that happened. I'm like, I probably shouldn't eat that stuff. So I had brought a pack of just almonds, raw almonds, like a pretty big pack, you know, like over a thousand calories. 
And I literally just sat there eating that with some of the table salt, which, you know, when your body needs it, like any food that doesn't have hardly any flavor still tastes great, right? And I felt that's what I needed. And I drank some water. You know, I've been drinking, hydrating a little bit here too with some of this. This is just, I mean, this has a little bit of bullshit in it. It's got like some aspartame, but essentially this is just zero calorie lemon lime flavored water. Yahe, okay, yeah. Yahe, no, pronunciation, yahe, yahe. I guess it's hard for me to know what the pronunciation is still, Ana Maria, because it's like, well, is, is that Spanish? Is it like jaje? Jaje? Yeje? Yaje? Yeah, anyway. Um, maybe that's what I drank. I don't know. But like the point is, it's like now, um, I, I feel good. You know, I feel fine. I, I peed in there. My pee is the color it should be. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to bed. I'm not going to set an alarm. Probably wake up at six or seven. I don't know go work out in the morning. You know I mean? I feel plenty of energy. You know, I'll, yeah, judge my, see how I feel tomorrow. Uh, obviously, drink more if I need, eat more if I need, don't work out too hard if I need. You know, we'll see what the body needs. I don't know. Feels pretty good now. I don't know. It's, um, so it was crazy. Yeah. Um, just wanted to share that experience. And um, I'll even chill out for another minute and just kind of sip on this. And if anybody wants to ask a question or two, go for it. Hopefully I'll be able to upload this as a, um, like a video, you know, usually that works when you do a live. I don't know. So thanks for tuning in. It was a hell of a day. It was a hell of a day in the life. You got about one more minute. Thank you guys again for tuning in. You bet brother. Jordan says, thanks for sharing the insights. Glad the Wi-Fi worked decently. Yeah. We're here in the Ecuador room. I was in the Chile room for a couple days at the hostel. This is the, the Ecuador room. I guess this is, this is what Ecuador looks like. Llamas or whatever they're called in Ecuador. Sharing, sharing. All right. All right, everybody. I'll tune out for tonight. Peace. Buenas noches.